0: Find out how Jay Thomason is flipping vacant land, and most of the time, he never even steps foot on the property. Coming up next I'm Veteran on the Move.
1: Welcome to Veteran on the Move. If you're a veteran in transition, an entrepreneur wannabe,
0: or someone still stuck in that J-O-B trying to escape, this podcast is dedicated to your success. And now, your host, Joe Crane. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal. Navy Federal has a mission to put your members first by making their financial goals a priority. You can receive a lifetime of membership benefits to help you and your family accomplish your life missions. It's open to active duty military, the DOD, veterans, and their family members. Navy Federal is proud to serve over 8 million members, including over 1 million veterans and their families. Visit NavyFederal.org slash VeteranMove for more information. Hey, we're talking with Jay Thomason from Royal Investment Properties today. So Jay, before we get to talking about uh, investing in land, take us back and tell us about your background.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Joe. I I appreciate you giving me the opportunity to be on your show. I actually graduated college with with a criminal justice degree, had planned on being a cop my whole life, Uh, went to college took some classes, involved in a couple of outside groups and realized that I, I could maybe make a little bit more money and less likely to get shot in the private security world. <laughs> and so I, I got into to retail loss prevention right out of college. Uh, worked for Montgomery Wards and uh, Home Depot. That most recently I, I was actually, uh, worked for a security department at a fairly big hospital in Kansas City. But all along there, I, I always kind of had a had a drive to do something entrepreneurial. Back between 2006 up until 2009, I was flipping houses with a partner, and and that was by far the greatest job I ever had. Just the freedom of working for myself, the ability, you know, to to kind of control my own destiny. I loved it, and and I never really got that that out of my blood. And so uh, a couple of years ago about a year and a half ago my brother-in-law had had started a, a business and and was looking for some financial investment and so so he and I started talking and th- and that was kind of my toe in the door of land flipping business
0: Yeah it's interesting I remember when I first started talking to you about you know flipping land uh I've always heard that the general rule of thumb is don't invest in vacant land because it's it's always going to be negative income while you own it.
1: And that's probably true if, if you were just looking for something with, with consistent cash flow. But even then, that, that's not exactly true. That we started out, our whole plan was to flip the land. We buy it at a, at a discounted value. We sell it at somewhere between 75 and 80 percent of uh, of market value, so we're able to to sell it really quickly. You know that that is our, our whole business philosophy is the the velocity of money that that we want to own this thing and have money tied up in it just for the shortest time possible. And about six months ago or so, that uh, we we are trying to to develop another side of our business where, where we do have some cash flow coming in and some reoccurring payments and that we're, we're selling landowner finance that's really working out great for us for a couple of reasons number one you know we, we we like that that consistent money coming in but also there's a ton of people out there that are open to to purchasing land if they don't have to have you know a ton of money down or all the money to, to buy it at once, that that it has opened our buyers pool, you know, a hundredfold probably.
0: Yeah. Now with the uh, with the land financing, are you actually are you guys actually using your your own cold hard cash to finance other people to buy land?
1: We are. At, uh, we we run this whole business uh, out of our own pockets, and and we're not talking you know huge money here to to kind of put all of this into perspective, our our general deal that, that we are looking to turn around and, and flip for a cash price, uh, it's property that we're buying for somewhere between 10 and $12,000. And then then we're looking to, to sell it, you know, upward 18, 20, some, somewhere in there. Our stuff, we're owner financing, we're paying, you know, somewhere between one and $3,000. Uh, we're able to market up Quite a bit more in owner finance, so so we're going to sell it somewhere between probably seven and ten, depending on on what it is and where it is. Uh, spread that out over two or three years, kind of the the sweet spot we're looking for is somewhere in the neighborhood of a two hundred and fifty dollar a month payment. That 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 seems to be the area where people feel like they have enough skin in the game. They want to keep it up. But not so burdensome that that you know it just completely bogs them down.
0: Yeah. So, <clears throat> so when you're talking about owner financing, you're actually purchasing the land yourself ahead of time, and then when somebody's looking to buy it, you just offer them owner financing as, as an option. Or, or are you actually talking about people coming to you and they've got a specific piece of land in mind, and you help fi- help them finance that?
1: At uh, no we. We, we buy all of the land uh, ahead of time. You know, we own it, and then we are just selling them land that, that we own.
0: Okay. Um, so l- let's, go back, let's go back to the beginning. First of all, so the basic concept is you're buying vacant land um, for really cheap, and then you're, you're able to flip it because you're still selling it for well below market value. Is that the basic concept of what you guys do?
1: That's, that's our whole business model right there, man. You, you summed it up. That is the elevator speech.
0: <laughs> well, we've talked about this a couple of times before. You're in the same mastermind group. but uh, Okay, so how do you find properties, vacant land, that people are willing to sell well below market value?
1: It, that was the, the thing that I had the hardest time kind of wrapping my mind around when my brother-in-law was telling me about, about this business a year and a half ago. I was like, you know, why in the world would, would anybody be willing to, to sell you a piece of property at uh, you know 40% of market value? And the, the way we go about it, so we, we figure out what part of the country we want to do business in, uh, narrow that down specifically to, to what county and what state what size properties we're looking for. And we buy, through different services all over the internet, uh, an actual list of the, the county assessor's records of who all owns property of that size in that county. Ah, uh, we go through and scrub the list down, uh, looking for you know any improvements because we we want zero percent improvements. That's all we buy is just just rural vacant land. We don't want any barns, we don't want any houses, we don't want any mobile homes, hmm. anything like that. Uh, so once we get that list, we send everybody a letter. You know, it's it, it's direct mail, and uh, what what kind of differentiates us from from other people that do this. We actually offer them what, what we call a blind offer. We, we decide ahead of time how much do we want to pay for this land in this county. So, you know, as an example, if, if you've got uh, five acres uh, in a county, I, I would send you a letter and say, hey, Joe, uh, I, I noticed that you've got five acres in X county. We're willing to pay you thirty five hundred bucks for that. Do you have any interest in selling it? and the the vast majority of people just drop it in the trash uh, there's a, a few people that that feel obligated to to call us or write us a letter and you know call us all kinds of names and be super hateful that we <laughs> insulted them by offering such a, a low dollar amount but where where this thing works there are a surprising number of people that own land that absolutely have no use for it that that we've got three different categories that we generally come into. They inherited it somehow, that, uh, you know, a, a grandparent or a parent or whatever uh, left in this land that they've never seen before. Uh, so the, the thought of getting cash for it, you know, really excites them. Um, a husband and wife that bought it and one or the other, you know, has passed away. And so they, they know that they're never going to do anything with it. Their kids don't want to do anything with it. So they just want to get rid of it so so they don't have to mess with it. Or the the people that bought it for an investment at some point in the past – and have have realized that uh, you know that that we're not going to retire to this place. We're we're not going to build that hunting lodge that that we planned on doing it. And a whole lot of it's timing. I mean, just when when the the letter shows up in somebody's mailbox, and they're looking for cash and uh, they get that letter. I mean, we I've had little ladies cry in conversations with me that that this was an answer to their prayer. You know, they they so needed that five thousand bucks or whatever right then. And so I, I feel good about it. You know, we we've had conversations before and and I'm I've looked at it from a moral standpoint, you know, am, am I taking advantage of people? And I go into this business with with a full and healthy heart because I've had so many of those conversations that I I know that that I am am helping people out that are in a situation. Cause we've had people at uh, you know wealthy people that are willing to sell us their land just because it's so easy that we can take care of all the title work we take care of all the closing that that we guarantee people the easiest uh real estate transaction they'll ever conduct their whole life all they got to do is sign the deed and cash the check and so even people that that have the means you know to list it with a realtor or to go through you know the the time of for sale by owner it's worth it to them just just not to to mess with it and to have the hassle
0: yeah, I can definitely see that so so the next question is if if there's so many people out there that are willing to just get get rid of land for a really easy transaction, how is it there there are so many people you can turn right around to and sell it
1: At, uh it, it's it's the way the world works, you know that Rarely do do people that are are looking for those things find each other. You know, so so the people that are are looking to buy some land and get a good deal on some land, you know, most of them don't have any idea of of, of this blind offer concept. You know, they they aren't going to send letters to a bunch of people just just hoping they can find it. The the people that have the land that don't know really how to get rid of it or, or just haven't had the sense of urgency to take the steps to get rid of it. You know, a lot of times that's what it is. They're so apathetic about this land. Uh, they don't want to put any energy or effort into, to making it go away themselves. Mm -hmm. Uh, and, and so we're, we're kind of that middleman. I mean, the, the people that, that are able to, you know, take one prop, one people's problem, and, and solve it by getting rid of it. And then uh, another person's problem of somebody that's looking for land and, and give them what they're looking for. Wow.
0: All right, we're gonna take a quick break. We'll be right back. Within a few months when I first joined the Marine Corps, I became a Navy Federal member. That was over 29 years ago and I still have the same account after 29 years. Navy Federal has a mission, to put members first by making their financial goals a priority. You can receive a lifetime of membership benefits to help you and your family accomplish your life missions, a credit card APR average that is 4% lower than the industry's, member-only exclusive rates, discounts, and perks, access to over 300 branches and thousands of fee-free ATMs. They also have 24-7 live support through their U.S.-based call center. Navy Federal is open to active-duty military, the DOD, veterans, and their family members. Navy Federal is proud to serve over 8 million members, including over 1 million veterans and their families. At Navy Federal Credit Union, their members are the mission. Visit NavyFederal.org slash VeteranMove for more information. That's NavyFederal.org slash VeteranMove for more info. Navy Federal is insured by NCUA. Right, we're back talking with Jay Thomason from Royal Investment Properties. So Jay, uh, let's continue on with the question and answer about how, you, how you're flipping vacant land. So, what kind of are you, how often, and the reason I'm like stumbling on this is because, you know, I've bought land and sold va- land and I've flipped houses and I've done a lot of real estate stuff. So, um, I've never really messed with this that much. So, I'm really kind of fascinated by it personally. But, how often do you buy? a chunk of land and you can't find anybody to buy it because you're actually, you're buying a lot of this land sight unseen, right?
1: Yeah. That's the other thing that the people have a hard time getting their head around. We actually lay our own eyes on a very small percentage of the, the land that we buy. The, the bigger property will normally end up listing that with a realtor that, you know, people that, that specialize in recreational land and, you know, farms and ranches. And we'll have one of them go out there and take a look at it before before we buy it and tell us what they expect to be able to sell it. You know, at a, at a price, they can they can move it quick. But some of the smaller stuff, you know, we look at Google Earth that, that we pay for a couple of subscriptions to some other sites, that's satellite imagery, and we, we base our decision on that. And And there's... Sometimes you know where we uh, just drop our price to to make it make it go away, but you know we we've, we've never not made I don't know probably half fifty percent on our on our money even when we drop you know our, our prices that everybody always kind of feels like they're they're getting a good deal and so if you can be that far below market somebody's gonna buy it. It uh, it it's kind of kind of what makes the world go round, you know. Everybody <laughs> likes to feel like they get a good deal.
0: Yeah, and our, so, what is the sweet spot? I think you mentioned a certain size or a certain track of land. Is there is there a certain acreage or a certain price you're really looking for?
1: That that there is kind of that sweet spot. That we've found is somewhere, depending on you know what part of the country it's in, it, it's it's around 20 acres, you know, plus or minus five acres. Uh, so, something that that sells for 40 to 50 thousand bucks, you know, something that that we're able to buy for 15 to 20. That I, I heard a guy refer to it once as bass boat property and so these these are the same guys you know that had that the money to go out and to to buy a, a nice bass boat so so they're going to take that same money and instead of buy a boat they're they're going to buy a pretty good sized chunk of property that that they can go out and set some tree stands on and hunt or go out and you know ride four-wheelers on uh, every other weekend or they set their camper there or or whatever but those properties sell quick, and, and that's good margin in it. Yeah, you know, I, I'll, I'm willing to, to kind of give you what we've done at what we did the first half of this year.
0: Yeah, whatever numbers you're willing to share. That you know, everybody wants to hear the numbers. That's what that's you know that's where the river meets the road.
1: Sure. At uh, the first six months of this year, that we we sold 14 properties. You know, bought and sold all all the way through the process. And our profit on those, after you know, we we paid realty fees and title and closing and all that stuff, was 105 thousand bucks. And so there's you know there's some money to be be made in this game. I think this owner finance is, is going to help us. Our our goal is to have 60 terms properties by the the end of this year. Mm-hmm. You know, somewhere around 250 bucks a month coming into each one of those that there's a, a whole lot of automation that, that we're using to, to kind of help streamline that. So it, it isn't one of those things where you're constantly you know, sending somebody an email or knocking on somebody's door, wanting to know where your, your rent money is, that, that we are trying to streamline this thing as much as we can to make it, it it's never gonna be passive income, uh, the way that people think about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I can do this job anywhere that I have an internet connection. And so there's there's a whole lot to be said for that.
0: Yeah, and I guess with the owner finance thing, I'm thinking if uh, if somebody's delinquent on their payments, it, it's real easy to repossess vacant land. It's a whole lot easier to repossess that than it is like a car or a house. You're not kicking somebody out of their house. you just, they're probably like, yeah, I don't want it anymore. You can have it back. Heck yeah. Yeah,
1: that, that's the, the beauty of it. And and it actually stipulates in uh, in in our purchase agreement that you aren't allowed to make any of these any improvements on this land until you know you get it paid for.
0: Oh yeah, so, so they don't drop a house on it, and then all of a sudden exactly. stake their claim.
1: And you know we we haven't done a, a, a ton of owner finance, and we think a lot of it has to do with with building a relationship with the buyer. Uh, you know, we, we've actually got a cover letter that goes with it and says, you know, all right, read all this legal stuff, but here's what it boils down to. You and I have entered into this deal. We want it to work out for both of us. If you get into some problems, call us and talk to us about it. Let's see if we can get something figured out. Uh, the last thing we want to do is foreclose and to get into all the legal part that, that that's, that's kind of the way we do our business. And, uh, and I, I think it's working out.
0: Yeah. Now, many years ago, when when I was starting the real estate house flipping thing, a lot of times we were we were my brother and I were a couple of those guys that were like, "Yeah, we'll give you cash for your house, kind of thing." And then you get them to sign the deed over right away, and then you got about thirty days or so to actually like do close, or you just start making their mortgage payment for them, and theoretically flip it, you know, before you really have to ever have to give them any money. Um, but it sounds like what you, what you and your brother are doing, you're actually giving people cold, hard cash for their land and they just get to walk away and not have to have anything to do with it. Right.
1: That's hundred percent it. Yeah.
0: That's uh, yep.
1: Yeah. And we, we make a big deal about it and that blind offer letter and, and on our websites, like, you know, you're going to get money to go do whatever you want to, that, that we're going to take this headache out of your life. And instead, you get to go do something fun with this money. So, so that's a big motivator for people.
0: And then you don't even, you don't even like show up and cut the grass or trim trees or, or you don't do anything. You just, next thing you know, Heck it's no, on, your, it's on your website for sale.
1: That's it. At, uh, the the best ones are the ones that you know we we sell it and then have you know somebody ready to buy it within then the next week or so. So here here's a little trick when we know that we're getting ready to, to buy a property and it's gonna close next week, this week I go through and I figure out all of the neighbors of that property and, and I send them a letter. I'm like, hey, at, uh, do you wanna you know make your property a, a little bit bigger or do you wanna be sure that you don't have somebody that you don't want to move in next door? Here's your chance to buy this at a really discounted rate uh, before it goes to the open market. And, and we don't sell a ton but probably somewhere between 25 and you know a, a third of our properties we, we can sell to a neighbor within uh, a, a couple of weeks.
0: Oh yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's a great idea. Cause I mean, I've seen plenty of scenarios where people don't want neighbors moving in next door. So um, Heck yeah. what, aside from that, like who is your ideal customer that's going to buy property from you? Is it Somebody just wants to chunk a and ride four wheelers on, and do some hunting once in a while. Or, how, like, how often do people actually buy it from you and you know build a house or do something permanent on it?
1: The, the, we've talked to a, a couple of people, and we kind of specialize around you know like like tourist type lakes, recreational lakes. So it's already kind of in that setting where people like to talk about retirement homes and lake houses and stuff like that. That we we've sold it or sold property to a few people that, that, that was their plan. Our customer that we, we try to, to duplicate is, uh, you know, normally a, a guy or a couple of guys that go in together, uh, looking for some hunting ground. That is by far the vast majority of, of the people that, that we're selling. Cause most of this is just wooded lots, you know, that, that we've had some, that had some pasture land with it and that's even better for those guys.
0: Yeah, so you said this this job's really mobile for you, and you can do it anywhere you want. You don't have to. You live actually up a, north of Kansas City, and uh, I'm sure it differs by state. And you probably get you know like a, a real good rhythm going with uh, you know property in Missouri or Kansas with because you know the the rules and the laws and that kind of thing. But like if somebody that was uh, somebody that was still in the military or military spouse that was interested in doing something like this can they really do it from anywhere and can they pretty much do it, you know, in just in in any state. And, and before you answer that, like out of the 14 properties you sold where you guys said you you profited about 105 K. How many of them did you ever actually walk the dirt of the property?
1: So that, that question, two of them for sure. And, And that was because we bought 80 acres which was uh, still the, the biggest property that that we bought, you know had had close to hundred thousand dollars out on this thing. So so we wanted to go see it with our own eyes. That may have been the only one that we bought. Uh, most of those properties are about four hours away from where we're at, mm-hmm. and so uh, you know it, we're able to, just that that we've kind of. Figured out that we, we don't have to. The, the only reason we were doing it was was more just for a sense of security, and whether we walk it or look at it on the computer, that we're buying them and selling them the same. So, so we we're, we've kind of been able to move past that. And we're an anomaly that uh, the majority of folks that are in this this real estate niche are doing it in states all over the country. That there, there's a lot of people that, that focus in the southwest, that there's desert tracks that, that change hands all the time. You know, people look into because you can buy 40 acres for you know five or ten thousand bucks, whatever. And people like the idea of, of owning land. So there are the vast majority of, real, or of, of people in land investing don't focus as much in one area as we do. Mm-hmm. that that they are spread out all over the place and and you you kind of, you know, get into rhythms at uh where where they'll like one particular state or or one area of one state and then they'll, you know, have another part of another state. At uh, I I'm involved with uh, a couple of different masterminds that that focus on on land investing and also part of a couple of different forums. That there there's actually quite a bit of information out there.
0: Mhm. So Conceptually, can you see somebody living on the East Coast and buying property and flipping it on the West Coast without ever actually going there? Or if somebody's stationed overseas, they're buying property somewhere in the, in the U.S. And, and they're able to flip it? Um, or Like in this day of electronic transactions and everything, you know, how often are you actually having to show up to do title work in person and that kind of thing? Is that really where, where you end up having to be present?
1: No, Never. Um, it's, it's all, yeah, it's all, it's all done by email. So we, we get ready to, to close title. They send me uh, a closing packet at, uh, you know, I, I put my signature and my brother in law's signature. Did I mention that earlier? My partner is my brother in law.
0: Yeah. uh, I don't know if you mentioned it, but I knew that. I think I've, I think I mentioned your brother in law, uh, already, but Yeah. yeah, that's cool. So you guys get to work together. You trust yep. each other, know each yeah. other, yeah, and, and
1: that, that, that's a whole bunch of it. And, and actually, that's that's exactly what I was saying there. So, you know, I, I'm dropping his his electronic signature into these things. We email it back. I go to the bank, give them the wiring instructions. They wire the money to the the title company. They send us a deed. You know, a week later or whatever. Now, um, are
0: you able to since you're since you're concentrating in certain areas most of the time? Are you able to use the same title company over and over?
1: That that's been a huge deal, uh, and that, that would be my encouragement to, to anybody getting into this is to to really partner up with with some people that uh, you know are are working with you in this thing, the the real estate agent that that I talked to you about earlier that'll go and look at properties for us, mm-hmm. uh, you know I mean we trust that guy with our life that uh, we we are way more transparent and open with him mm-hmm. than than really we probably should be. But that that guy has taken such great care of us in in all of these transactions. I mean we we view him as a partner yeah. but we've got a got a title agent down there that does all kinds of work for us and you know I mean I we we send her some flowers every now and then send her a couple of different gift cards uh, over the summer when when we were buying a bunch of of those smaller properties. Mm-hmm. you know just just a, a little something extra to To let her know that that we appreciate her her work and effort.
0: Yeah, because you go through so many people that that are not good to work with and don't do their job right. That w- when you find a real estate agent or or a, or somebody in a title company, you grab onto. The, you immediately know within the first couple of dealings with them that you've found a, a golden nugget. <laughs> and, that's that's
1: exactly right. Because uh, there's a lot of bad ones out yeah, there. Oh yeah.
0: I mean, yeah, there's yeah, a lot of people that of business feel like hard.
1: In. Yeah, yeah.
0: So that that's yeah. cool to to see that you you value that, and and you and your brother-in-law foster those relationships, and and really put some trust into those people once they've proven themselves. Because because there's probably a lot of people that do what you do that probably don't treat real estate agents or title companies very well, you know, through each transaction. So um, when you find people like that, you can pretty much count them as being on your team. Starts to streamline and smooth things out. So, so I'm really I'm really fascinated that somebody could actually be buying and flipping vacant land, really no matter where they are in the world. I mean, oh, absolutely. probably a little helpful if you're in the U.S., but even if you're not in the U.S. and you know, say that you know, by the time you entered the army or whatever, you've been gone for a long time, but you might know the area, you know what you're looking at, or even if it's someplace you know by where you used to be stationed. Yeah. Um, I can see people doing this, um, so it's it's pretty interesting. So if uh, if someone's interested in looking you know, for properties you guys have for sale and uh, looking at what you guys are doing, how would they find you?
1: So we actually sell our property under a different name. We we buy it under Royal Investment Properties, and then we sell our properties under Royal Land Company. Um, our web address is royallandcode.com. That uh, they can get on there and take a look at our our properties that we have for sale and and kind of you know look around. I'd also encourage anybody you know that that has uh, has any any inkling and, and getting some more information on this stuff. Most real estate people are are familiar with with Bigger Pockets uh, website and podcasts. If you go back to uh, their podcast number thirty nine, they interview a guy named Seth Williams, who's been kind of kind of my mentor through this, this thing. Uh, he has, uh, an educational program and a, and a forum a he has set up in a, in a whole community. Actually, if you're looking for, for some more in-depth knowledge, I think that's a great resource.
0: That's awesome. Seth Woods. Okay. Um, I have to take a look at that. And you mentioned, uh, mastermind groups. Uh, you and I are in a mastermind together. We, you know, I'm, I'm starting a mastermind group. Uh, anybody that's interested, can you tell a little bit about what masterminds have done for you?
1: It's it been huge for me. It, it first started, I don't know, probably two and a half years ago. I really just came to a point in my life, you know, to where I I, I wanted to be a, a more broad human being. I just wanted to, to be more knowledgeable on a, a lot of things and uh, really started, you know, reading a lot more. And I, I read a book, uh, Think and Grow Rich. And they they talk about masterminds. You know, it's a hundred year old book almost. And back then, they they were talking about masterminds where when you bring a group of people together to share ideas and thoughts, that that you're going to be able to accomplish things that you would never come up with by yourself. So that intrigued me. And uh, then beginning of this year, I, uh, I I joined that that mastermind group that that you and I share, Jill but i'm also part of of these smaller you know land investing niche masterminds and i like them that you know they they have some some insight and and we trade some ideas on things but i can tell you as as a businessman and as a a man in general our more broad mastermind group pays more dividends than those smaller specific ones I'm able to tap into guys that, that are able to look at my problems from such different perspective than than I am or anybody that's already kind of in this niche with me and come up with some really or, original and creative ideas to, to fix stuff.
0: Yeah. Couldn't say it better myself. I mean, you know, a lot of masterminds say they focus on this kind of business or vacant land flipping and, you know, whatever, for example. But you find that, uh, yeah, a little bit of talk about vacant land flipping is helpful after you've dealt with everything on your base, in your foundation, which is, you know, what's going on in your family life, uh, your personal life, you know, faith, marriage, you know, kids all and financials and all that stuff. That's really the kind of stuff that ends up knocking us off and, uh, taking us down hard. It's not usually just the business stuff. So, uh, um, that's one thing i learned about masterminds is you think you're going into it to discuss business or something else. And you realize, you know, the, the bulk of what we're dealing with every day is not business. It's everything we're standing on.
1: I spot on, man. And you said it, that in real life, that, that's the most important stuff. You know, if, if you've got some bad stuff going on in your personal finances or with your, your spouse or anything like that, I mean, shoot! But what difference does does business really make that day? Um,
0: exactly. So. Yeah. Yep. All right, Jay. Well, I look forward to seeing your future success, and we'll be staying in touch through our Mastermind, obviously. And uh, I've got so many things I'm involved in already. I'd really like to get involved in flipping vacant land, but my wife would. My wife would. <laughs> flip her lid if I told her I got another business idea
1: (laughs) keep keep at her and uh, when when you're ready I'm I'm ready man I, I sure appreciate the opportunity today this is a lot of fun
0: thank you awesome All right, Jay thanks and we're out thank you for listening to Veteran on the Move your pathfinder to freedom if you like the show leave us a review on iTunes reviews are always greatly appreciated so until next time this veteran is Oscar Mike